This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of the Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and my mortgage team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at TalkMusicCity.com. Have you got a question for us? Ask away at questions at TalkMusicCity.com. That's questions at TalkMusicCity.com. Money, money, money. Jerry Ann, I am feeling lately like we are stuck in face mask purgatory, okay? <laughs> I feel like we're stuck in face mask purgatory. And I'm sorry, I don't want to, I really truly, first of all, I don't want to offend anybody on today's show. I truly, truly don't. Um, I, but do I want to... What are we talking about do I, do I, show? Maybe you should give me some insight. <laughs> you know, I, I was afraid to say anything about it, Carrie Ann, because I knew that if I you knew... I don't think you tell me anything. If you knew what I was we going to bring up today, you probably wouldn't show up. And I didn't want that to happen, <laughs> you know, because you, you know, you love everybody. And I get that. I love everybody. But I love certain people more, maybe. I don't know. Before we go down that rabbit hole anymore... <laughs> We do have we do have our, our special guest yes, here, we Mr. Do. Dr. Frank Margella, and we're excited about that. Frank, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me back. We're, we're going to have it. some great uh, conversation with Frank here in a little bit. Before we do, let's talk about our sponsor, shall we? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> they are amazing. Music City Removal. They are the number one junk removal service in Nashville from residential, commercial, and construction. They're experts in ridding you of junk. Their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses. Whether you need a full clean out or just one item removed, they have you covered. The Music City Removal Team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home. They understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable and customer-focused junk removal service that puts you first. For a free on-site estimate, just go to musiccityremoval.com. That's musiccityremoval.com. Yes, Music City Removal, because clutter ain't cute. And, and Jim, thank you for helping us... Uh, locate this awesome sponsor because you know in our business uh in real estate it's such a common occurrence where people you know don't think a lot about leaving crap behind okay i just you know thank you for these guys we appreciate them they're doing great a great job out there for the real estate community and uh, we want to encourage everybody to be sure and check out musiccityremoval.com yes absolutely and when you think of leaving crap behind think of jim (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness so dr frank yes sir you know uh you know you and i share some similar convictions i guess on some topics here absolutely and um you know i asked carrie ann to be in the middle of it i'm in the middle (laughs) because i still don't know what we're talking about and i'm a little nervous (laughs) well as i started the show with you know i feel like yeah i feel like we have gotten stuck in face mask purgatory i think that most of us that are paying attention have heard enough now to know that we probably have been over exaggerated as far as all the lockdowns and all the stuff that we as a country and as a world have gone through and i want to start off with nobody's denying that COVID is not real okay it's real the seasonal flu is real cold is real uh, cancer is real heart attacks are real there all these things are real but this is the first time we've shut down a world because of one of these items that, that is real. Right. Okay, and so I'm just I'm just saying let's let's keep it relevant I and mean, let's keep it uh, relative to what it is. It is real. Okay, people have died from it. 
I'm really, really sorry about that. My own mother, who's 88 years old, has COPD. She's in lockdown at uh, her uh, community up the street here at uh, the manor at uh, Steeplechase. Mm-hmm. It's real for her. Okay? Sure, yeah. The damage that her lockdown, though, has done for her, she'll never recover from. Mm-hmm. Because she's a social person, and she's been locked up for how many days now has it been, Frank? Today is day 190 of Flatten the Curve. 190 of the two two weeks. Yes. 190 days my mother has been locked into her room, okay? Mm. So I I just think that I, I just encourage all my real estate friends and peers let's let's think let's think what what do leaders do if we're going to be in the real estate profession as we are and that's who we're speaking to now and the mortgage professionals i I think we have to we have to take on the mantle of leadership to some degree don't we frank i mean you're a leader i completely agree well you know you know how i feel about the mass we actually touched on a little bit the last time i was here Mm -hmm. and if you think about it in the past, like with the polio outbreaks back in the in the forties and fifties, the people that were quarantined were the ones that were sick. Right. The healthy people weren't wearing masks and quarantined. Right. They were out doing what they had to do. The the you know people that were at risk or had the disease were the ones that were quarantined. It's never been done before where you just shut everything down. No, no, and it seemed like a honorable idea. And I think the damage that it's done has been incredible. But. Uh, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to, to have this and, and start with it seems like we're stuck in mask purgatory. I went into a local um, real estate um, office yesterday, not real estate office, but uh, one of the associations here locally in Middle Tennessee. I'm not naming which one. And I was stopped at the door and said, you have to have a mask on. I said, for what? Nobody's in here. What do I have to have a mask on for? <laughs> and she had her big shield up and so forth. And so I go out and get my get back in my car and grab my mask, you know, which says... Trump for president on it. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Karen. Um And then I start to head to, I just want to get some sold writers, you know, and, and then she thought, oh, you got to sign this. I got to sign and now a doc. I mean, in this document, you know, when was it created that you're, that you're signing off, that you haven't been out of the country, that nobody you've been around has COVID and all this kind of stuff. It's like, it feels like we're stuck. And what I'm asking you, a professional who thinks about this, Frank, because yes. your job, your, your, your dedication to humanity is to help with life, right? Absolutely. And to avoid anything other that's not part of life, the good side of life, okay? So how do we, as a, as a community, how do we get unstuck from, I went into um, the local liquor store here yesterday to get um, some stuff, and everybody had a mask on except me. I went into there. Kroger. Everybody <laughs> had a mask on except me. Uh, and I'm not saying, I'm, I'm just saying I'm tired of it. There's no reason for it. How do we get out of it? I think we have to shift the thinking because everything's now hand sanitizer. You know, everybody's so worried about being around people, touching somebody, touching any door handle. And if you think about it, kids, when we're growing up, we're told to eat dirt and play outside right. in the mud and do all this stuff. We got to remember that health comes from the inside. Right. It's what your inside environment is like that's going to conduct how your body's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's not the outside in. And that's where we're forgetting that that's where real health is. You have right. to have the internal things correct in your body. The the interference has to be low in your body. You have to be able to have a functioning body. And when you do that, you're not going to be getting sick. And if you do get sick, it's very short lived. Right. And we talked about this a little bit last time. And as we know, with COVID, it's been really 65 and older. The average death of 
of somebody that has COVID is actually 76 years old, which is actually the life expectancy of somebody in the United States, which is actually lower than other countries, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. which is a problem in itself. But really, it's your internal environment. It's what you're doing on the inside. How is your body functioning? If you go to sleep at night and you're waking up throughout the night, there's something wrong with your sleep patterns. If you're eating food and you're not, and you're having acid reflux, if you're having any kind of problems eliminating that food, there's something wrong inside your body. If you have any kind of joint pains, if, you, if you're taking medicine for any reason, that means your internal environment is not right. And any medicine you take is actually an immune suppressant that will make you more likely to get COVID, get flu, and get, mm. and get anything else that comes along and, and raises your risk of cancer. So it really comes down to why are these things happening? Mm-hmm. You know, if you have high blood pressure, there was a time in your life where you didn't have high blood pressure, right? There was a time in your life where you didn't have high cholesterol or diabetes or you weren't overweight or obese. You know, half of the population now is obese. They're saying by 2050, we're going to have half the population has diabetes at that point. Wow. And this is the road we're headed down. So where did, where did we go from, think about 100 years ago, some of the chemicals that we would come across you know, or, or some of the substances you might come across, there'd be caffeine, alcohol, mm-hmm. tobacco, and sugar were really about the only things. Now, fast forward, I mean, you come across thousands of different chemicals and, and different structures that are now in our food system, in our water system, in our medications. Um, I just read the other day that now over 90% of our generic medications come from China or India, and they don't have the same regulations that we do here. So most people, unfortunately, are on multiple medications as they get older. Well, they've recalled a lot of those medications because they're getting tainted with certain chemicals over in China because they're not inspecting these plants. Mm. So you think you're taking a medication that's good for you or that you need for some reason, and yes, you need it, but then you're taking it with tainted medications. You bring up a great point. You know, I know that I don't buy a produce that's not produced in this country because in a lot of countries, DDT, for instance, is still accepted, which we know here is a very carcinogenic uh, drug that they used for termites back in the day, you know, because it would, it would stay in the ground for 30 years and that's not good for us. And yet we're eating uh, produce from other countries that have been, you know, lived in that environment. So then it's not healthy. So you bring up some great, um, some great points here that it starts in the inside. And just, I heard today that if people would just take vitamin D zinc and um, vitamin, and vitamin C, C that the odds of them ever dying from that would have to be, you know, some somebody who's already got some other physical issues going on, you know, to be a candidate for that. Well, I think I, when I, and I'll just say my little two cents. Um, <laughs> First but, of all, we love you, Carrie. Yes, okay? yes. But uh, some of the question is, was the people wearing masks too because of the scare? Because we didn't really know what we were dealing with, number one. That's right. And number two, um, rumor had it is that you and I could show no symptoms of being sick, right? That we would need to be quarantined. So possibly we had it. We didn't know it. Yes. That's right. So, and that's come across a lot. So this has been the only disease I've ever seen where you have to get tested for it and they tell you that you have it and you don't even realize that you have it. Right. And that's not the case for everybody, but there's a lot of people that are having either no symptoms or mild symptoms from this. But also even Dr. Fauci, if you go back a few, three, four, five months ago, he made a, a statement at one of the press conferences and he said, asymptomatic people do not drive pandemics. Okay. And he made that statement himself. And he's even made statements in the past and other, other politicians and, and health people have said this, that the masks are, are meant for the people in the healthcare facility that are around the sick people. And, and going back to actually what masks are really for, 
masks are, were never designed to actually prevent disease. Mm-hmm. Masks were actually pre- designed to use for dentists and doctors so that they don't get bodily fluids on them like blood or sure. spit or mucus from the patient that they're working on. It wasn't to actually prevent either them spreading disease or them getting mm-hmm. a disease. It was just so that bodily fluids didn't get on them. Mm-hmm. That was really the main reason for masks. We've now morphed it into that we're doing that. And and the other thing is that asymptomatic people, they've even said, are, are not the spreaders of this disease. Mm-hmm. So the other part I was going to say is when I heard if you, just when our little ones were going to preschool, I mean, they got sick every other day, I swear. Aubrey yeah. was sick all the time, right? Because her immune system was not built up. So we wanted them to get sick. Maybe back in our age group, group our parents threw us in chicken pox parties you know to get our chicken pox right so we could just do it right to get it out of the way um but that's kind of what i started doing immediately was just going into some more vitamin c and d and et cetera et cetera just trying to build up my immune system because we don't want to be in our industry with the real estate agents that are watching we don't have time to be sick you know time is money right so the thought of just even getting a cold could take me down before all this covid i swear i even had it because i was out for three weeks and i don't i don't fall like you know i don't have time to fall so i just keep trucking but i was just with a chest cold you know um which to me that was horrible so can't even imagine other things but some people only had symptoms of loss of smell or you know they um just had um some sleeping you know sweats in the night so some some of the symptoms were not all respiratory either you know and then you hear these very 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 sad stories with you know oxygen levels you know changing and shifting and things which is so hard but you're right kind of going back to um the mask the thought i can't wear a mask with what i do um it's very uncomfortable for me um but i can respect that if that's what you want to do i'm i'm fine with that if that's what you do want to do but i'm okay with what i want to do too right so we respect we both be, sides except that's how i feel too yeah. We should be. But, guys, honestly, if you – I know we don't want to go down too deep on a rabbit hole, but it, really what this comes down to, it's a, it's a convenient, man-made, designed issue that is all about control. It's really all about control. And that's the real scary part. And I, and I don't think we have time or space to talk about that in, 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 its, in, its, in its depth. But um, what, what I really want to help our other – our peers do is consider the thought – of helping, let's get out of this purgatory environment of, you know, I think that we need to be okay. I mean, we live in a society where that we live for likes, don't we, on our on yeah. our websites and whatever. We, we want likes, okay? Well, you got, you know, 4,000 likes on this one, you know. That's what we, we kind that's of... That's a been, lot of money. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, we, we, we get excited about that. You know, that's that's our love language. and so, so, so the last thing I want to do is get the stink eye because I'm going the wrong direction at Kroger's, you know, at one of the local um, uh, restaurants, I mean, uh, uh, grocery stores uh, aisle, and I didn't even know there was a right and a wrong direction and all this kind of silliness, you know. I mean, come on, guys. you got to think outside the box here a little bit and say, okay, I get it, and I want to be politically correct. That's the other issue, especially I think that you and I sure. and you, we, we want to be politically correct. I was in your office the other day, as you know, yesterday, day before, yep. and um, everybody there except you and, and I think the other doctor had a mask on. Yes. And, and I, I respect that. And we and people still come in here this office and do closing with mask on. I get that, but why? Why do you have the mask on? I mean, honestly, is it because you don't want the stink eye? Is it because you're looking for an approval? Mm-hmm. Let me let me share a quick story, okay? Uh, and this is really relevant to this what we're talking about. 
I saw a study recently, and this was in, done in, in uh, I, don't, I forget exactly where it was done, but here's the scenario. A doctor's office, mm-hmm. like yours, Frank, a doctor's office with about, let's say, eight people in it. Mm-hmm. And every minute and a half or so, a bell chimed. I've okay? seen this. Yes. Is, is it, was it powerful or what? It was so huge, every, yeah. every minute and a half, carry on, the bell chimed, and everybody would stand up and sit back down. Okay, this, the newest one in the group, she looked at him like, why are they standing up? And then a minute and a half later, a bell would chime, everybody would stand up, and then sit back down. Okay? And over the next 30 minutes, all those patients who were waiting in there uh, went, in, went in and got their whatever they were there for and then left. And so eventually it was just this one girl who had who they that's when they started the, stu- the you know, viewing the study. And she's there by herself and the bell chimes. And that's what they were waiting on. Would she still do it without that peer pressure? Oh, sure. OK, well, it took her 10 minutes to learn that that practice. And she stood up with nobody else around. And sat back down, had no idea. Now, keep in mind, it was all about peer pressure mm-hmm. that was taking place around her when she first got there. Well, then, and so every time a bell rings, she stands back up and she sits back down. And pretty soon, another uh, another customer comes in and the bell goes off. She stands up and they look at her like, what are you doing that for? And she sits back down. Bell goes off again. She stands back up. This person's saying, what'd you do that for? And he goes, she goes, well, I don't know. We're so, supposed to do that. And so the next time the bell rings... The guy stands up and she stands <laughs> up. Okay. And, and so, so the, and pretty soon in a, in a matter of the next 30, 45 minutes, the room is full of people again, everybody doing sure, that. Okay. Yeah. Everybody afraid to break out of that because of peer pressure, because they, they just, they wanted to do the right thing. And I think my point of mentioning that is I think a lot of people right now are just trying to do that because it's easier to do that than go against the grain. It's easier to do that than get the snake eye. It's easier mm-hmm. to do that. I mean, I had to, I wanted to get some writers the other day at the, at the real estate um, board. Yeah. And I, I, it was easier to go ahead and go get my mask on and do that than have to argue with it. But I'm, I really feel like there needs to be a growing, or I would encourage a growing population of saying, Hey, why are we doing this? Are we just doing it because I don't want the snake eye because I want to be a people pleaser? <laughs> Do we understand that this is an outward sign of an inward convic- a commitment to a power that are we sure we want that in control? Yeah, I agree. And and the other thing is Williamson County lifted the mandate. I know. So for everybody to still do this is very surprising to me. As soon as that happened, it was, what, a month ago? I was like, yes, this is awesome. Now we don't even have to worry about this anymore. But then every store I go to, I got to fight with them about wearing the mask. And I said, every time I go in there, I don't don't have one on. And and they'll they'll say, you have to put one on. I said, didn't Williamson County lift the mandate? And they said, yeah, but it's company policy. I said, even for healthy people? And they said, yeah, even for healthy people. I said, even for people that are healthy with no symptoms, no temperature, no nothing. And I'll kind of dig at them. And a lot of them will just go... Yeah, it's pretty stupid. We probably shouldn't even do this anymore. <laughs> and that's all I want to do is get people to admit that. And and I've gone around in these in these places and I'll be the only one without a mask on because I'm not sick. I'm I'm not spreading anything. You can't spread something that you don't have. Right. That's what people are forgetting here. Right. And on top of that, so but what about the guy in the car by himself going down the road with a mask on? Well, he's going to do himself. I'm, I'm sorry. But I, do, but I do think that individual is the example from what you were just saying with the the person going up and down i think they've just been so used to putting it on mm-hmm. and they don't even realize they're putting it on anymore i think that's the situation right i think so and but i've re- you know, i'm gonna be 40 in a few months and i've kind of welcome reached to the, the club yeah <laughs> so young i've reached the point where i don't i'm not here to please everybody anymore 
You know, I did that as a kid. I did that for a long time. Mm -hmm. And it comes to be that you have to stand up for some things. And and I'm never going to be in the army or or military. You know, I'm probably not going to be in politics or anything. But but something like this, if I can do something where I'm I'm not wearing a mask when I'm not really required to wear a mask now, especially in Williamson County, then I feel like that's something I need to do and have more people see it. And the more people that see that, I've even gone around stores where I'll see other people taking off their masks as I'm walking around no mask. I've had people clapping at me as I'm walking by them in the store. giving me the thumbs up and i'm thinking well join me take your mask off and i think that's what people are waiting for is why i wanted to talk about this okay we're leaders guys let's be leaders let's don't be you know sheeple okay that's my biggest struggle with is i feel like people are just being sheeple because they don't want to make anybody mad because we live in a litigious society and i get all that okay i truly do but this is a bigger deal okay there's there's this is a bigger deal that it's not a political thing this is not a political statement whatsoever whoever you're for on that but let's be thinking for ourselves, let's not be sheeple. That's what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's all about control. It's not about money. It's way beyond that. It's about control. Yeah, and I, I'm the same way. I don't, I don't want to be told to wear a mask. I don't want to be told to walk around Publix and follow the, the little arrows. Like, I'm just, I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> what do you guys say when they say, well, you know, you, you, you still put your seatbelt on, right? Well, I choose that argument. Yeah. Well, that's a law, but at least the other thing is that there's safety studies that back that. Yeah. The other problem is that like I said before, the masks were never meant for this. And if you read the boxes of these masks, there's even an asterisk at the bottom that says this is not meant to prevent disease. Right. They're putting that on there because they, they want to avoid the liability when you do get something and you were wearing a mask because it's happened. And actually there's been spikes even with people wearing masks. Mm-hmm. They're showing that there's really not a whole much change that this makes. So that's my point is like, why would you do that when it, there's really no science behind showing that it, it makes None. a change? Zero. It's all propaganda. It's all promotion. It's because it's somebody else's agenda. With that being said, who are you guys voting for? <laughs> That's pretty obvious. <laughs> you know now, I will um, say my mom, you know, she has cancer and she lives in Texas, but she every day or every time I get off the telephone, you know, be sure to wear your mask. And so, you know, I say, yes, mom, you know, <laughs> my mom says the same thing. To me too. You know, my mom does as well. I think, I think, um, I would definitely wear a mask, you know, around her, but I would wear a mask around her. I was buying masks before masks were cool. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. my husband got the flu. I was like, I'm not getting the flu. Like we were, you know, this was before COVID even hit, you know, type of yeah. thing. So even with somebody that would sick, if, I did not want to get sick from another who who was sick. But again, you know, there are some people that feel more comfortable. We don't meet consumers right now, right? So I don't require masks in our office because I've, you know, and I have a certain protocol for safety to make sure that the employee feels, you know, comfortable, Mm -hmm. et cetera. But, you know, it goes back to its store policy. So Lowe's, I didn't see a sign. So we had our masks real close just in case mm-hmm. if I was blind and didn't see the sign, but I didn't see a sign. Now, low, um, Home Depot, I do see a sign, mm-hmm. you know, so I respected their sign, but I didn't wear it in Lowe's because I choose not to wear a mask, but that's my choice. And I'm not going to give a stink eye to somebody who chooses to wear a mask either. Yeah, I'm exactly. not going to have to flip, start, Those flip, of us that don't wear mask bars, we should give a stink eye to people who do No, I'm not giving no stink <laughs> eye to nobody, <laughs> you know, and I'm just, I'm and just I'm, here's I'm my deal. Kidding. And I say, hi, I'm always very pleasant. I'm going to smile and I'm going to say, hi, I'm going to do my thing. Yeah. And I'm going to be, con- I'm going to put my shoulders back and be confident in that, you know, so part, I'm not part, of, let the, that part of my frustration, I think came from the other day when I was in that real estate uh, board office Sure. that I walked uh, past somebody that I know well, but I didn't even recognize them. And, 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 and in too, all yeah. sincerity, I, I know, I know based on what I've seen, 
that uh, this is part of the game is to de-socialize de- uh, all of us so we don't really are t- talking about the big white elephant in the, in the center of the room because we don't even know each other. We can't even communicate with each other. We can't gather with people. We, now we can protest, protest, protest together, but we cannot go to church together. <laughs> Let me ask you this from a doctor's perspective. Can they diagnose COVID that fast based on these, you know, government-sanctioned drive-through so stick a swab up your nose. If, if you really got, if you really got into it, this this test that they're using shouldn't even be used to use to, to That's determine. That's completely right. Yeah. So the, the inventor of the test said this was not meant for diagnostic purposes, and there's a lot of false positive. There's right. something called viral load, and viral load is basically how much of of a disease shows up where it actually can monitor and, and show up on a test when they're doing these tests they you know they'll spin it in a centrifuge and they got to do it so many times so that the viral load shows up where it can detect if if it's positive or not they're actually what what's happening is a lot of these these samples have such little in them that they're spinning them even more and more so any little tiny thing will show up as a positive even if that person was asymptomatic so a lot of these tests are really faulty and wrong that they're that they're that they're positive. I had a friend the other day that was trying to go on a flight somewhere and he had to get a negative test so he went he got a positive test at one place he went to another place he got a negative test and then he went to another place just to see what would happen. He had a positive test there, and then he had another negative test after that to show to the plane so he could leave. But he never had any symptoms. And he's like, I don't know how we had back and forth four times when I didn't have any symptoms. And that test, is, it unfortunately, wasn't meant to, to do that. And now mm-hmm. this, this rapid test, only I think it only has a 40% accuracy rate. So a lot of like, like I have somebody that is uh, in my family that works at the White House and they have these rapid tests now and they do it for all the press right. people. They do it all mm-hmm. for these people. It's only 40 percent accurate. So you're basically flipping a coin to see if these people actually have it or not. And then you're throwing people out of these press conferences that don't have any symptoms. But the test said it was positive. Mm. Can, can we get uh, conspiratorial for a second? Yeah, please. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was wondering because I used to be all into that that world at one point. What world? Conspiracies and okay, all that stuff. You know, there's some real conspiracies. A lot of the stuff's coming know, to light. You right connect now. it to theory, then it's right. a theory. But there's some conspiracy reality now. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to see a lot of the stuff I used to follow back in the 2010s start to come to fruition right now. One of the things I'm like, well, what doesn't make sense is that the mask doesn't have the facial recognition aspect to it okay that that doesn't make sense in the grand scheme of things if this is truly a world thing that people want to follow you and know who you are uh but then there's the aspect of well what does the mask do it shows who is compliant and who is not that's right so that, and, then, and you, then the facial recognition yeah. picks up those who are not in china they do have that technology right, they right. do have it where they right. are detecting mask. people but with the mask people yes they have dna oh but, but <laughs> Where am I right now? Where am I? But Jim, but Jim, also, also, what about the uh, the whole? Um, Where's Alex Jones? Look, look, yeah. all, all, all the all the mask is is a prelude to a vaccine. Then, okay, yeah. Now, what are they putting in you when there's? I mean, I, that's a rabbit hole that is scary. I'm yeah. telling you, okay. So here's the deal: when I'm with my mom, though, I use I wear a What's the mask that I wear? N95. Yes, I wear that with my mom mm-hmm. because that is, and she wears one too, right? So that makes, yeah. and that actually is one that protects us more of any type of 
illness, right? Yeah. But the other mask that I get at Walgreens, you know, that's just because my makeup goes on everything. I just, you know, toss it out all the time. I don't think that does much, right? Like you said, you, you, you use like that these, for... these puppies there, you mean? Yeah. 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 They're, just, seen, they're worthless. There was a meme recently that had the... Um, they had a chain link fence up and they had, you know, I'm going to put this chain link fence up to stop these mosquitoes. <laughs> and that's basically what oh, the, the right. virus particles are so small. They right. pass right through those things. So that was the other thing is that really, if you're trying to stop it, um, the N95 actually has some, some worth, but these cloth masks that grandma makes and, and these, you know, these blue ones, they, they don't stop Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they match my all outfit. Is, that's right. But, but you know what? If you're going to do it, make it, make that, it a fashion statement. Guys, that's why I want to draw some attention to it. Get yeah. people thinking, okay? Honestly, they're doing no good. All it is is a pass. Okay, I got a pass. Or you could get 666 on your forehead, I guess, as well. I mean, it's... A, <laughs> oh, don't go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. But, you, you know, I, I like Alex Jones, just for the record, okay? <laughs> he's good. He's entertaining. <laughs> no, but he's got some good things to say. So I but, had yeah. some gentlemen come to my house to work on a project, and they came all masked up with the M95 mask, but yeah. it was serious, right? And they, I just welcomed them in my home with no concern, and they welcomed me without. If that's what they choose to right. wear, do, right? I'd look at it as an accessory. I think it's going to move towards <laughs> an accessory on the sense I that I feel so. like people are going to wear it and that's going to be part of their outfit and that's going to be their thing if that's what they choose. Um, and again, if it makes somebody more comfortable like my mother, I'm going to wear it oh. because, you know, out of respect for that. But if I'm not required, yeah. right, if the store doesn't and Williamson County doesn't require, you know, I'm not going to wear it right yeah, but that's absolutely. my choice and i guess that's respectful too right it should i think it should be a choice i mean anything in life should be a choice especially anything re- re- related to health should be your choice mm-hmm. there should never be anything mandated to health you know the constitution is written in a way where nothing in there says just like just so people know when you go to vote for this election at least i think in the state the whole state of tennessee you don't have to wear a mask to go vote and actually i went last week to vote in a, in a special election and i didn't wear one i was the only one in there and i was surprised cuz if you read it you don't have to wear one mm-hmm. so it just surprises me when you're legally not required to do it that people are still doing mm-hmm. it what well, was funny um falls here y'all did yeah. you hear i know today yeah it's a good it's a good day i love the cool temperatures are really cool so we're out walking super early and it's super cold yeah i was out and too. uh wade goes to aubrey why are you wearing a mask Oh, man. Right. And she wasn't wearing a mask. She was doing it because she was cold. Like it was more of a scarf. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I think we're going to get confused with the scarf and the mask is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, too. that's going to happen. It's going to start to move in that direction because people, you know, possibly aren't wearing it. They're just trying to, you know, keep keep themselves warm. Well, too. anyhow, Frank, thanks for joining us today. I appreciate your insight. Any other nuggets you want to share with us? On yeah. This? So like I said before, and I've said this on, on the other podcast, it's ultimately your internal body. How is it functioning? And if if you're on any kind of medications, think of a time in your life that you weren't on one. And what what has happened over the last possibly 20, 30 years? Typically, people go on medications in their 20 or 30s. And there was a time in your life where you didn't have those medications that you needed to have your body function correctly. What happened in that time where it started dysfunctioning? And how can you find that actual cause? Because when you go to the doctor and they just say, okay, here's your refill for another six months or see you next year with your your refills, Mm -hmm. what is the actual plan to get healthy? What is the actual plan to actually remove you from those medications? There's a time and a place for that. But a lot of these people then are, it's like a life sentence. So They're supposed to bridge you over, right? They're supposed to bridge you, but most of these doctors are not 
you know, trained in, in how to get you well. Like who's, I, you know, I've asked people, who's your wellness doctor? There's doctors for emergency and there's a wellness doctor. I consider myself a wellness doctor because one of the things I try to do is help people get off of these medications. And if you find the actual cause, and a lot of it does do with the spine as a chiropractor, when your nervous system is not functioning right and the nerves can't get to where they need to go, you will need medications to make your blood pressure right, your cholesterol right, your liver, your heart, your lungs, whatever's going on, you're going to need the medication to sleep at night. You're going to need Ambien. All these things have side effects as well. And then you start taking another medication for the side effects of the first one, and you take more, more medications for the right. other side effects. Right. So you're, you're on this endless road of medications. The average Tennessean is on like seven different medications. Wow. Wow. That's the average person. So that means there's wow. people that have like 14 or 15 yeah. that they're taking. Wow. So ultimately, like, if you need help with that, um, I do a podcast called Sporting Good Posture. And it's something that, <laughs> yeah, we're all sitting up straight. Sporting Good Posture. I'm just starting season three. My first episode will be released uh, Monday next week, uh, the end of September here. And I have a new cover photo. I'm a huge fan, a fan of Cobra Kai. So I took a picture in a Cobra Kai outfit. And that's my front cover because there's no mercy on, on disease this year. That's, that's my motto. There you go. And there's no mercy in this clinic. So we're going to help people get that healthy. That was the cheesiest, but yeah. really good video. How do, how do, people, how do people find you? I love it. Right. And uh, so you can find me on Instagram at Sporting Good Posture. Yes. Um, Facebook is Ideal Health and Wellness Center. And then my office is called Ideal Health and Wellness Center in Cool Springs here. And the number is 615-567-6683. And IdealHealthWellnessCenter.com is, is my website. And I'd love to get you in and figure out if you have something that you can't figure out why you, why you have to take these medications or these multiple medications, or if you have anything that's going wrong, um, just remember these medications do suppress your immune system. So if you can get off of them or lower the dosage or figure out the cause of these problems, then you definitely will be healthier in the long run. Thank you, Frank, again for joining us today. And, and, and guys out there listening, thank you for your time. Uh, please, let's think. Let's not be sheeple. Let's, <laughs> let's be leaders, and leaders think, Okay. Don't worry about the stink eye. Are you okay about not being liked? Okay, I, that's where I'm stepping out. Be I know you that. For you okay? is what we're saying. I've got Be 150 agents that work with us, and I'm taking a chance of upsetting somebody. I don't want to upset anybody. I want to be yeah. real, though. I want to be real for your kids, your daughter. I want to be real for my grandkids because I, I'm concerned about where the future is going. That's a whole other topic. Thank you all for watching. Thank you again. We'll see you next week. It's the Taco Music City Real Estate.